When someone calls you a perfectionist, do you secretly feel a little bit chuffed? Would you say you have high standards? Well, today we are going to be diving into why being a perfectionist parent can actually do more harm than good and what we can do about it. Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hi, I'm Brenda from Little Kingdom Warriors, and thank you for joining me this week. I am a self-confessed perfectionist, as I've mentioned before, and I think really lately I have started to realise that it does actually affect my parenting in quite a big way, and I've felt like there's been a bit of conviction from God about easing up a bit on it, because I feel like it can affect our kids, and that can actually be a bit of a negative thing. Recently, I was in spotlight again, busy making a few things. I've got a baby arriving soon. My sister's having a baby very soon, so I've been busy doing a few little projects in the lead up to that. And the lady um, I was speaking to on the desk where they're cutting the fabric, she said, oh, I can sort of tell you're a bit of a perfectionist when I was telling her about the project I was attempting to undertake. And I I did feel like a little bit chuffed, but you know, later in reflection, and I suppose there's some, sometimes where it's, it's a good thing to have an attention to detail, but when it comes to our parenting, we're talking about kids who are learning all the time. And something that I have noticed is that my kids' spirit sometimes becomes a bit dampened when my expectations of them are too high. And when that's coming more from my own issues with perfectionism rather than necessarily trying to train them up to be a really good follower of Jesus. So today I have a few tips for you on how you can get around being too much of a perfectionist parent and how we can start to focus more on the good than on the bad as a perfectionist. So the first mistake that we might be making as a perfectionist type parent is that we are focusing too much on what is going wrong and not being done right rather than what our kids are doing well. So as a practical example, I think I've shared with you before, I'm actually teaching Lily how to sew and it's sometimes a great endeavor. It goes well, you know, it's she's listening, etc. But oh my goodness, the things that she just doesn't listen to or she's just not paying attention or she's off with the fairies and she's looking outside and etc, etc. Like 
for example, it's been raining a little bit here and not as much as down south, thank goodness, but she's um, she was looking out the window and she's saying, oh, mummy, it's raining. And I said, oh, yeah, just offhand. And I said, oh, the grass will be happy. And then she wanted to ask me, you know, about why the grass would be happy, etc., etc. And we actually had something that was on in the afternoon. So we were trying to get this dress finished for Lily. Incidentally, that actually got cancelled. But... Um, I suppose I wasn't really in the mood to be talking about that why the grass is happy and etc. And I was just trying to get it get across to her that we need to, you know, focus on what we're doing. If you don't focus on this, then your sewing's gonna be all wonky. And I suppose for me too, I probably missed the part of it and I think I almost knew it in that moment that I wasn't taking the opportunity to really listen to her and what she had to say. I was focusing too much probably on my own issues of people see this dress and maybe they think that I've sewn it with a really wonky wobbly hem, not Lily. So um, anyway, I think what I've noticed, a remedy for that is that I need to acknowledge and appreciate what she is doing well. So rather than focusing on Lily always being distracted, etc., I need to start recognising that, you know, she does generally sit pretty well she is pretty enthusiastic about you know if we're using sewing as the example she's generally really pretty focused and she does listen to instructions rather than just constantly chipping her about what she's not doing right because that's probably something that I felt um that's probably something that I felt I got a little bit growing up um, maybe from one parent rather than the other, just feeling a little bit like um, insecurities about what I might not be doing right. And obviously that's kind of fed into adulthood a bit where, you know, you have these high standards for yourself and you can sometimes without meaning to, often without meaning to, inflict these same high expectations on your kids. And we forget they've got so much to learn and they need to make mistakes as well. So the A, the remedy for this is the A. So acknowledge and appreciate what they're doing well more than on their mistakes. In Hebrews 3.13, it says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Particularly as kids, it's easy to end up discouraging our kids if we come down on them too hard and I've been realizing that for myself that often if I am speaking too harshly to Lily and I'm not understanding that she's a sensitive little soul she does become discouraged and I don't want that to be a pattern that we continue so I'm trying to work on encouraging her and it's so nice when she has that little smile that oh mommy recognized something good I did like Today, we, um, my little two-year-old Hugh, he's a little bit what we call hangry in the mornings, hungry and angry. So hungry, angry because he's hungry and he's just not that great to be around in the morning. I don't think he's a morning person. He wakes up grumpy, but Lily, on the other hand, generally always wakes up happy. And today I said, Lily, do you know, it's so nice that you always wake up happy and you're really nice to be around in the morning and she just got the biggest smile on her face and I think I need to do a little bit more of that and I'd encourage you to as well. 
The second mistake that I think we make as perfectionist parents is taking our own struggles with perfectionism and inflicting it onto others without realizing that it's more to do with us than with them. So for myself, I've started to realize that sometimes it's because I so desperately want my kids to, I suppose in a way, be be recognized for being well-behaved or, and I suppose that probably comes back to a reflection on how I've got these perfectionist sort of ideals up here where I, I want to maybe be seen a certain way and I'm not realizing that it's not necessarily to do with my kids. Sometimes it's more to do with me and my own issues. So that's something that I need to consider. So that's the next acronym. So the acronym is ACT, A-C-T. You like how I made it a word? Anyway, so the C stands for consider. So considering is this more to do with me than with my kids? The T stands for train. So as a perfectionist, we often want to intervene on our kids' behalf when we see that they're about to make the wrong choice. So as an example, let's go back to sewing again. Sorry, you'll be so sick of hearing about sewing by the end of it all. But it's, it's just a great example on how many times this perfectionist sort of thing creeps in. I don't mind if the hem's wonky, honestly. Anyway, <laughs> so um, something that I've been trying to do is to actually let Lily make mistakes. And gee, it's annoying because then I have to help her rectify the mistake. But it's better that she learns in a safe environment and as a whole for us as parents, we need to allow them to fail. We need to allow them to fail where we are able to catch them and redirect them in a safe place at home, redirecting them in a godly way. It's a perfect opportunity to train them up in the right way. I really liked, I I read up on the definition of what it means to train and it says to teach a particular skill or type of behavior through practice and instruction over a period of time. So for me, when you think about training, I suppose I default to thinking about sport. But training involves making mistakes. So often, say if you're doing soccer training or something, or I used to play netball, you do a whole bunch of different scenarios and you sort of work out where the mistakes could be in your um, your plan, your game plan. And with us as parents, we have got to allow our kids to make mistakes. They, they're going to learn from the pain of making mistakes. And it's so difficult to do as a perfectionist because you sort of just want to step in there and be like, no, 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 this is the way you want to do it. But they've got to learn how to fail to be able to learn from that and make decisions in their own strength as well. So when we've been sewing, you know, if Lily's not concentrating, sometimes she has had to learn the pain of unpicking if you're not concentrating on what you're doing. The the pain also of consequences. So following through as a parent, you know, not always stepping in when we can see that they're not going to do what we've maybe asked them to do. So for us, like when we're tidying up, I sort of said things like, okay, well, 
um, if you haven't tidied this up in X amount of time, then we're going to have to donate it to the op shop. And, you know, you will, they will start learning eventually. It might take a little while, but they're soon going to learn the consequence of if they don't follow through with something we have asked them to do, the consequence is they're going to lose the toy. And it's so imperative that they make these mistakes while they're little and they have the opportunity and the atmosphere that we are creating for them to be able to make mistakes and know that we can help them get back onto the right path and we are not constantly intervening on their behalf. Because if we do that, they're going to end up getting into the big wide world and they're not going to know or even have the boundaries to be able to put into place. And making a mistake in that sort of situation could be a lot more dangerous than if we'd allowed them to simply make mistakes as they are growing up and to be able to learn from them. So I'll leave you with this verse which says, Train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6 So I think that we are probably innately doing this anyway as parents but we need to remember that these values that seem quite insignificant right now are all little seeds that are being sown along the way to hopefully lead and guide them to a place where they come to accept Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. So as we wrap up this episode, I just want to quickly go over the acronym ACT, which we talked about today on overcoming perfectionist as a parent. So the A stood for acknowledge and appreciate what your kids are doing well more than focusing on their mistakes. The C stands for consider Is this to do with me rather than my kids and my own expectations of myself? The T stands for train. So training a child up in the way they can go and remembering that we need to create a safe space for them to make mistakes. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. I hope you got something out of the episode. And if you did, I would love it if you could leave me a review. It only takes a minute if you just scroll down to leave a review at the bottom of the podcast episode. That'd be fantastic. And we also have a free Facebook group, which you can join as well. I'll have the link for that in the show notes. I think I've renamed it now. It's called like the Christian Parenting Community by Little Kingdom Warriors. So the link directly to that will um, take you over to the group on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. See ya. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time. Thank you.